Welcome to So Is This Normal, a podcast by women for women about the things they didn't teach us in school. We are your hosts, Kate Naranjo and Phoebe Hall, inviting guests from a range of specialties, navigating the intersection of women's health and thriving in the 21st century. We have all been there. Something causes us to ask ourselves, so is this normal? Let's talk about it. Welcome back to episode two of So Is This Normal with Kate Naranjo and Phoebe Hall. Hey. Hey. Hey, hey. How you been, Kate? Oh, I've been good. Um, <laughs> Don't lie. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, I've been okay. It's yep. been a crazy, crazy month. Um, just, I feel like a close of a season. Here we are, summer solstice. Mm. Um, much needed, but wow. Time of transition. Yeah, I don't, spring didn't happen. No, um, it rained mm-hmm, the whole time. It did. <laughs> what about you? How have you been? Um, also feeling like in need of a lot of deep breaths. Just mm-hmm. going a million miles a minute. Yeah. Um, I have been really busy, but like also not adhering to a routine and so trying super hard to adhere to my wellness routines because that's what's keeping me kind of grounded yeah um even like my bedtimes have been all over the place because it's light till nine so I feel like I can't even go to bed till like 9 30 and uh this time's like this time of the year is like always hard for me like I love summer but it just always gets like so busy so fast I feel like Somehow I'm always overcommitted yep. to a million things. And it's like a million things I want to be doing. But yeah. it's never really – I always think it's going to be like this lovely rest on the beach for three months. And it's mm-hmm. barely that. So yeah, I have been spending a lot of time at the beach, like every chance I get. But. That's an amazing – that's a peak. Yeah. What other peaks? What other highs have you had? Um – I got my eyebrows microbladed. Yes, you did. <laughs> and they look and fire. And I'm living for them. <laughs> um, so, okay. So they were done at Pretty Things PVD. Shout out. Um, Marissa Daniels is an excellent artist. Um, so that was a win then. So that's a that was a high. Although you saw me like right after. Yes. <laughs> and they were really dark because they're really dark for the first three days really big I don't feel so I feel like I feel like if you had gotten I was scared your hair is really blonde right now if your hair was as blonde as it is when you now when you got them done it would have been even more jarring I yeah I'm like as of yesterday platinum blonde yeah so but I they didn't they weren't like they definitely seemed crazier to you yes I could notice they were darker (laughs) but I wasn't like oh yikes you know I felt very like yikes about it and even my boyfriend was like I miss your old eyebrows I was like oh my god what have I done (laughs) (laughs) and it's not cheap so that sucked but um now it's great so that was a high and um I am a huge proponent of therapy for people who are going through stuff, as you know. And I was going through a lot of stuff for the last, like, three years and um, saw this amazing therapist for the last two. And she graduated me recently. It's very exciting. (laughs) I didn't actually graduate or get a degree, but, yeah. (laughs) No? Like, literally. So, um... Basically, we had this mutual like session where we were just like, I don't think that I need this anymore. I'm really at a good place, and 
um, you know, maybe I'll need it again someday, yeah. but I'm good. How'd that so, feel? Really good. Nice. Yeah. So, and like I said, I've been busy with like no schedule, so that's been really rough, but you know, trying to stick to my workouts mm-hmm. and trying to feed my body well. Mm-hmm. Um, super psyched that Plant City opened. Shame. We've been quite a few times. Yeah, we've kind of like, we've been there. Yeah. We're there. We stamped it. We're like, <laughs> we know we're here. Yeah. We had that, fun last night. Yes, we got, that was definitely a high since yeah. we've, we've been together last. Yeah. We've got to celebrate one of our darling friends, dear friends, Lauren's yeah. 30th birthday. Woo-woo. Um, and we celebrated it with vegan cheese last night. <laughs> there were no vegans at the table, but we had a great time. Okay, but I'm dairy-free, so I, like, wanted it's, to smear it all over it's me. It's true. It was delicious. <laughs> it was delicious. I love nut cheese. Yeah. <laughs> shout out, shout out to nut cheese. Nut, let me milk your nuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was great. The Anyways. service was wonderful. Yeah. Um, it was ex- great. Yeah. It's a cool addition to Providence. For sure. That I love how it looks, how it feels. Yeah. Yeah, um, it was great. Cool. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, so check it out if you haven't been to Plant City yet. It's right on what Southwater. Yeah, I South guess Maine. It's, like, it's, it's like between, between them. them. Yeah, yeah. It's awesome. What are your other any highs? I know you've been yeah, busy. Yeah, I have been busy, <laughs> but I was so happy we got to have our first. So is this normal live event? <gasps> I know it was amazing. Yeah, last Friday in May we had you know, I think like ten to twelve awesome women in the yeah. group. Um, and it was more than I think either of us expected in terms of just like sharing vulnerability. And it was the coolest. It was so funny yeah. too. I hadn't <laughs> belly laughed like that in a long time. Yeah. So yeah, it was great. Um, that was definitely a high. And I've also just, um, I don't know if it's the season everyone's coming out of their, their caves, but I've had <laughs> so much girl time and oh, like friend time. Yes. Um, and like my calendar right now is all these different appointments and then like all of these sprinkled like coffee dates and yoga dates and um we went out to p-town a couple weekends ago to celebrate my friend matt's birthday which was fun um so yeah it's i've definitely like leaned into the tribe which i think has helped me so much with just like the feeling of overwhelm finishing up all my exams and um you know just like having my schedule kind of come to a head and then like same with you working through like not having a schedule but it's been really joyous (laughs) for me working with clients for bird and bee um you know feeling so fulfilled and and so on track with that so exciting it's been been great it's been a great couple weeks i'm super excited for this next segment of guests that we have coming on yeah um Cool podcasts coming up. Yeah, we so have to record them all, we but. do. But um, <laughs> we have some guests lined up. There are right now. I feel like we're trending a lot in like the healthcare space. Yep. Um, with the intent of kind of branching out a little bit more to wellness yes. space and more encompassing like yeah. the full person wellness aspect. Yep. yep. But we have some awesome expert guests coming yes. in, um, and I'm really excited to have. Dr. Bridget Casey on. Yes, um, it's our she, podcast today. It is. She is a naturopath, um, and I will give you more info on her in just a minute. But it was uh, exciting, and, and I feel like empowering to look through the amount of professionals in Rhode Island who we'd want to have. You oh, know, yeah, yeah. want to have as guests. So yeah, it's exciting. Um, she was amazing. Mm-hmm. I know that you've had some coffee dates with her, but yep. I got to meet her for the first time, and um she 
is so inspiring and so level-headed. And funny. And funny. Yeah. She's real. She's mm-hmm. just so real. Yeah. So I am excited for you guys to hear what she has to say about um, naturopathic medicine. Too. Yeah. Well, we hope you guys enjoy it and yeah. um, we will catch up with you next time. Yeah. And where our next event oh. is coming up soon. It is. It is July 11th at 6.30 at Lululemon in Wayland Square. So you can peep that on the Instagram. Mm-hmm. And tickets are up and live. Yeah. Get your tickets. It'll fill up quickly. Yeah. So I think we're already more than halfway full. So yeah. <laughs> went up yesterday. Get them quick. Um and you know, have an awesome summer. Have a great fourth. Yeah. And we Happy will be and safe fourth. Yeah. awesome guest with us today. So Dr. Bridget Casey is a naturopathic physician and the owner of Rhode Island Natural Medicine, a natural medicine clinic on the east side of Providence. Along with seeing patients at her clinic, she's also relaunching her online program called Balance After Birth Control this summer. She's a wealth of knowledge in the hormone balancing space and we are delighted to have her with us today. Welcome, Bridget. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Yeah. So I am meeting Bridget for the first time, Mm -hmm. and Kate told me that I would fall in love with her, and I already (laughs) am obsessed. So I'm so excited to be talking to you today. So far, so good. Of course, going forward, and um, it's always great to have um, more awesome people in the circle in Providence. Absolutely. So you just moved here, right? Yeah, I moved here a year ago. Okay. I'm from Rhode Island originally, but... Um, haven't really lived here as an adult, so I just okay. moved here. Yeah, welcome, welcome. Thank you, thank you. Happy to be back. Adulthood in Rhode Island. Adulting, <laughs> doing my yeah. thing, yeah. And I opened my practice, I moved here a year ago and opened my practice in October. So, okay. yeah, she's growing and Woo. doing well, yeah. I love it. Okay. Yeah. So, <clears throat> I think the first question and the question that both of us asked ourselves as well, <laughs> um, not because we don't hear it a lot, but because we haven't seen a concise answer, what is naturopathic medicine? Sure, so that's a good question, and especially relevant to folks, uh, I think, in New England or yes. Rhode Island, there's yeah. just not a ton of us out here. So uh, I get that a lot. What is it that you do? What is a naturopathic doctor? So um, I'll just give you a little bit of background kind of on how we're trained and, and how I practice, so yeah, that'll sort of cool. answer that. Um, so naturopathic doctors go to four years of postgraduate medical school, similar to what you might think about for like an MD or a DO. Um, so we do all our you know, traditional science classes like uh, pharmacology, biochemistry, anatomy and physiology, all that good stuff. So we learn like traditional methods of, uh, or I should say conventional methods of diagnosis. Okay. Oh, cool. So PE, so that's physical exam, lab work, all that kind of stuff. Um, We're trained in primary care medicine. So in a lot of states, we can practice as PCPs what you would sort of envision in the conventional sense, not so much here in Rhode Island. Um, But so we learn all that, but that's sort of just like a baseline piece, the underlying uh, philosophy behind how we practice in naturopathic medicine is all about treating the whole person. It's a holistic model and it's about treating the root causes of disease with um, the least invasive therapies possible, natural therapies, and stimulating the body to heal itself. So uh, what that means in practice and clinically, so how I practice and most sort of traditional NDs practice, ND is naturopathic doctor. Um, <laughs> Side note. <laughs> I know. Um, so basically what we do is, is we really take a lot of time with our patients. We hear out their story and try to put the pieces together, right? Trying to figure out like, 
why are they in the place that they are and, and look at those again root causes okay. um, and address those so that could be through a lot of uh, lifestyle counseling is a lot of what I do so that's looking at like stress management nutrition movement you know sleep those pillars of healthy living right you really need to yes. have that foundation if we want to heal so that's a big piece of it um, and that goes along with us you know as NDs we really want to like teach our patients how to be well and how mm-hmm. to prevent disease so um, that's a the lifestyle counseling really plays into that. And then in terms of like natural therapies, so naturopathic kind of meaning natural, right? So we use homeopathy or homeopathic medicines. Okay, you do. That's yep. interesting. Yep, which okay. is also, it's like a whole own separate style of medicine. We okay. like heals like... Yeah, yeah, right. exactly okay. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good job. Mm-hmm. Um, See, and that could you could do a whole yeah. podcast on homeopathy, but uh, <laughs> yeah. So that's one of the modalities we use. We use herbal medicine, um, and we also use sort of all the different supplements, okay. uh, nutraceuticals, vitamins, minerals, all that good stuff. Nutraceuticals. Nutraceuticals. That's a fun new one. Oh, yes. Hey, nice. put that in your word bank. I'm going yeah. to. Yeah, so that's kind of I guess the gist of it. I'm trying to think if I missed anything, but um, you know, it's kind of like. Um, I, it's it's like anything where it depends on the practitioner you're seeing, right? Like their style may be a little different or in some states, right? People use a little bit more invasive therapies like IV therapy or other right. things. Um, okay. I practice very traditionally, meaning okay. I, I use the things I just talked about. But Okay. Yeah. So this is fascinating. Um, I, I am very familiar with a model of medicine called functional medicine mm-hmm. because I am not satisfied as someone who's trained as a registered nurse in conventional medicine. I'm not satisfied with how um, we don't address the root causes. We don't offer solutions. We basically are just offering pharmaceuticals at this point um, and surgeries and um, oftentimes we'll back somebody out of a corner and then walk out of the room in conventional medicine. Um, I'm not saying there aren't great conventional medicine, you know, MDs and MPs and PAs out there. It's just, um, we clearly have a problem with pain in our country and overprescribing and diabetes and um, a lot of things that I know through studying functional medicine have root causes and can be alleviated through lifestyle. So I'm actually also really interested because you're dropping some terms that sound a lot like functional medicine. Mm -hmm. I also think functional medicine is actually just backtracking on what like other um, integrative and naturopathic and holistic (laughs) practitioners already have been doing and saying forever, but now we have newer science in the last 30 years and genetic sciences that like back things up a little more. Um, So do you see any um, parallels between functional medicine and naturopathy or connections? There's a lot of thing going on. There's more (laughs) parallels than there are not. So I would say it's easier to... uh, it's it's hard to separate the two, I guess. We were actually talking about this yesterday, and I was trying to explain kind of the difference, but oh, okay. it it's almost, you know, it's kind of just, it's basically that person's background and how they practice, excuse okay. me. So 
most functional medicine practitioners have a conventional training background and then studied functional medicine after the fact, right? Um, But not necessarily. Some NDs or some naturopathic doctors, I should say, um, also go and do the functional medicine training, right? So you can look at the Institute for Functional Medicine, IFM, and like go to their, do their modules and all that and still learn more than than we learned in in school. But most of what you need for functional medicine is something we're already doing in naturopathic medicine. It's just, yeah, it's very much inter, like I said, sort of the philosophy behind how we practice goes back to that root causes, prevention, you know, treat the whole person, all those pieces. So there's a lot of parallels. It's hard to distinguish the two. Um, I think, again, it's it's very practitioner dependent, kind of their style. You know, someone may be better at one thing or another or connecting with certain types of patients than others. (laughs) But um, I would say one thing, and I was telling Kate this, that a trend, I guess I would see, that's kind of common is that functional medicine doctors tend to, I would say, do a lot more extensive lab workup um, and potentially supplement a little more heavily. Um, Not always the case, but those are just some trends I've seen in general with some shared patients and things, whereas um, naturopathic doctors, I would say... um, maybe take the weight of the history, the patient history a little bit more so, and kind of investigate a little bit more through that way. But we also use functional labs and things like that too. So, you know, it's really hard to distinguish the two. I think it's just more about, you know, I think I'm glad that functional medicine is becoming a thing and I'm glad that people know about it because it helps, you know, this offering be available to more people. And I think it's a great way to bridge conventional medicine and naturopathic medicine, right? Like we can have a conversation now that we are on the same page. We understand what each other mean by like root cause and all that. It's a shame in a way, I think that functional medicine has been what, like finally there's a thing that's helping to change people's minds about what medicine should actually look like. And of course, it's mostly led by MDs, the functional medicine movement. Although that's not true. There's a lot of dietitians and other integrative practitioners. And I, as you said, NDs, but I just feel like it's been a long time coming and it's, it really bums me out because I remember years ago when people would talk about like in the medical community would talk about people who were either basically people who are not nurses or doctors or PAs as being some kind of like uneducated quack mm-hmm. that's just leaning on some kind of like psycho-spiritual like hopefulness. And it's like, that's not true. <laughs> yeah. And we need more types of healers mm, yeah. very badly. We're very sick. Right. Like I'm sure you have studied the chronic disease yeah. epidemic. Yeah, exactly. And I think and its impacts. Yeah, anything we can do to help support folks, right? Like you were mentioning earlier, like conventional medicine of course has its place and is really good at yeah. acute care in particular. But yeah. you know, yeah. I mean I think chronic disease typically is not all that well supported yeah. conventionally speaking. Yeah. Um it's more disease management than healing focused um which works for some people and that's what they want to do and that's Mm -hmm. fine but for a lot of folks they want to get to the root of it and like heal their body and and let their body do its thing so that's where we come in um but yeah i think i agree i think it's great that it's out i mean it's it's giving i guess some validity to what we do and you know would be nice that it would have been nice for that to happen sooner, right? Or be on a wider scale, of course. But, you know, we'll take what we can get. And, you know, at the end of the day, because, you know, there's always going to be people who are um, maybe don't believe in in what I'm doing or what you're doing or whatever else. But then that's fine. That's not for them, right? Right, But I know that I'm helping the people that need to find me. Right, exactly right. right. And, uh, 
that's that's all that I need for validation, right? Is my patients coming back and telling me they're better, and yeah. that's I'll take that to the bank every oh, time. So love that. <laughs> yeah, I was awesome. telling Bridget like we touched on that last episode talking about soul clients. Oh my god, or soul yeah. patients, where yeah. it's like you know when practitioners are able to put out their like authentic healer energy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I go very woo-woo very quick. But yeah, yeah. When, you, when you do that, I feel like that energy is what attracts the right people. And it absolutely will turn off the wrong people. Um, yeah. And that's, I think, just as important as attracting the right people. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, we've all been in the space where someone comes to you looking for help. And you can tell within five minutes that you are not what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then like the level of abrasiveness in that energy space because you then feel like you have to change who you are to fit what they're looking for but then you become something that's not as good as what you know you are authentically right. and so it's like you end up serving them in a way less of yeah. a degree than you're capable of yeah. because you're trying to fit what they're expecting versus who you are 100% they're also sometimes patients are just not in a place in their journey mm-hmm. yet to mm-hmm. receive openly what they need to hear from you yeah maybe there's someone else out there that can meet them where they're at in their journey but i i see it all the time like the different stages of where people are at in being ready to make changes for their health and i'm sure that you do Mm -hmm. too yeah and like you said kate it's you can tell almost immediately when you're meeting someone you know if that connection is there if they're ready to kind of take on what you're giving Mm -hmm. and vice versa and Gosh, there's nothing that like feels better, honestly. Like when I have a new patient there here, I'm like, oh, I know I'm the person they're supposed to be seeing. You know what I mean? It's just like it makes me want to cry. I get so excited though. I'm just like, yes, like we're gonna be a good like healing team because you know, I I mean, yes, I call myself a healer or whatever, but you know, yeah, the patient is the one who's healing, right? I'm offering suggestions and giving them my my thoughts and my energy and my time, but yeah they're the one who's going to implement this and make the change in their bodies, the one that's healing. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, we need to kind of be meeting each other, totally. um, in, in a similar space. And yeah, I think it's like that connection is just as important as anything else. Yeah. Love it. I think, yeah. Do you, do you see a different type of patient that shows up for naturopathic medicine, given the strict profiling of effort put in by the patient? If that makes sense. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, like who shows up for who, you? Who's yeah. coming in? Yeah. Um, I would say yes and no. So folks who are sort of familiar with what I do or may have a sense that I'm going to ask them to maybe make some lifestyle changes mm-hmm. or things like that, like a lot of people come in expecting me to tell them or give them suggestions, I should say, um, you know, about maybe nutritional changes or, you know, again, the lifestyle stuff because that's changing your lifestyle is hard. You know, taking a supplement is easy. So most people, though, I think come who come to me have a good sense that I'm going to make some recommendations beyond just like take this supplement. Okay. Um, at least the ones who do really well with me do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I'm very clear, like I'm upfront with people. You know, I do a lot of lifestyle counseling, and, and those are the folks who get better quickly because that's you know it's really 80 percent of it is mm-hmm. how you're spending your time day in and day out, um, and the choices good that you're making. It. Yeah. So those are the people that get better quickly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And you know, but back to like who are you resonating with and whatever else. Like I do try to meet people where they're at. So if someone really 
wants to be here and wants to heal but isn't ready to make those changes then we work around that right and we do baby steps or we do whatever we need to do but if they want to be here I will support them you Mm -hmm. know if someone if you can tell someone doesn't really want to be here that's maybe a different situation but it's rare for me just because you know people who come here for example are paying out of pocket right and they're um, typically somewhere in their healing journey where they haven't gotten the support they needed elsewhere right so they tend to be like pretty committed and they tend to want to be here and they, they usually want what I'm offering (laughs) um so that's nice and and that's you know kind of a it's nice for me I guess I would say right to have folks coming in through my door who want to be here you're working with a motivated population yeah right right, towards health yeah Um, and that's a big big part of it is motivation and Mm -hmm. accountability and exactly yeah yeah so let's back up sure how did you get into naturopathic medicine Mm. yeah my little personal journey (laughs) yeah um I'll keep it brief, but, um, so growing up in Rhode Island, uh, <laughs> no, um, I wasn't familiar with naturopathic medicine. This was not like yeah. part of my, uh, you know, pure worldview growing up. Um, but in my, let's Wait, see. you grew up in Westerly, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. You're from the Stonington. Team, I'm yeah. from Stonington. So rivals. So but yeah, now friends. Yeah. High school rivals. <laughs> yeah. Did you go to your homecoming kids? <laughs> um, so I, like that area is not I feel like not super accepting of like California style health or anything outside of the conventional Phoebe and I have a really irrational obsession with Los Angeles yeah and, okay you know the way, okay. way of South Southern California sure so we like put that at the highest standard. all right all right <laughs> I got you well, okay in general there's other states and maybe you can speak on this also that just seem to have a culture that's yeah. more accepting. Yeah, I mean the West Coast in general. The West yeah. Coast in general, yeah. but randomly some places yeah. in the South too. Yeah. Like yeah. just more accepting of different styles of medicine and healing and eating and, and yeah. being in general. So you didn't know about naturopathy growing right, up right. in Australia. Yeah, and I, and I would say, side note, there are, there are pockets down in, in southern Rhode Island where people who are, like, into this <laughs> no, stuff. No, but I yeah, but no, it's, it's not the common... Yeah. Th- that's not the thing. So, yeah. um, yeah. Where was I going with this? Oh, so, yeah. So, my early 20s, I... So I used to work in advertising. I lived in Boston, et cetera, et cetera. So completely unrelated to medicine. Um, But I was having my own health issues, like dealing with like chronic IBS and so forth. And so I started going like conventional route, like going to gastroenterologist, doing all this stuff and getting nowhere and getting no answers. And I honestly, I remember I actually cried the last time I left a gastroenterologist's office because he just had nothing for me. And we had done all this workup and all this testing. And and I was just like, I can't believe there's no answers here. And he, I asked about nutrition and diet because that made perfect sense to me. Like what I'm putting into my mouth and my gut doesn't feel right. Like you'd think those things would be connected. And he just completely blew it off. And this is not to generalize, not all GIs feel this way, but that particular doctor yeah. did. Um, and it just like, I don't know something about like kind of like broke me I was like this is not seem right so he completely dismissed dismissed my concerns and dismissed what is actually quite relevant to Whoa. gut was issues like, um, your food has nothing to do with this yeah Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And I was just like, "This is ridiculous." So yeah. I left, and I was like, "All right." So I started getting inter- interested in nutrition. So okay. I'm like, "I know it's something to do with food." So I just kind of started like looking into it, thinking about what I was eating, not making a ton of progress, but anyway, 
flash forward a couple years and then um, I start thinking, well, the only medication I'm taking is the birth control pill. Maybe that has something to do with it, which now we know does alter your gut flora. Yes. So that's the whole thing, but didn't know that then. But just mm-hmm. intuitively, I was like, maybe I should stop taking this thing because it's the only thing I'm taking and I'm right, right. messed only up. thing that's not natural. Oh, exactly, right. It's the only okay. medication I was taking, I should say. Um, so yeah, so there was that. Um, so then I like stopped taking the pill. I was not getting my period. I was a hot mess. And I was like, what is going on? So I started looking back into like nutrition and maybe becoming, getting my master's in nutrition. Cool. And so I was looking online, all the different programs, but they're all very much like, this is what the USDA says you should eat and whatever. This and I don't just, food the food pyramid and stuff. You know what I mean? I was just like, this not, that did not resonate with me. I was it like, it took her 18 minutes. I said, what, I was wondering, I was like, I was just about to swear and yeah. I didn't. And then I know she did. I was yeah. like, okay, cool. Mention the, you, you mentioned the pyramid and it's we could. Perfect. Okay. So we're on the same page. Reeling in. Um, So, um, yeah. So I was like, well, that's not resonating. But I found this... yeah, exactly what we're working. But I was like, I wanted something more like holistic and yeah. Yeah, I guess integrative. Didn't really know those terms at the time, but I just want something better. You were seeking that. Seeking that. Term. Yeah. Um, and so I was literally, I remember the day I was sitting at my desk at work, not working clearly, um, <laughs> Googling and looking up, you know, master's in nutrition programs. And yeah. I found this one at the school in Best, uh, called Bastier, which is in near Seattle. And they had essentially like a holistic nutrition master's program. And I was like, oh, this looks cool. But then all over their website, they had all this stuff about naturopathic medicine. And I was like, what the heck's that? So I started reading about it just because it was all over their website. So it wasn't even what you were looking for. It was not what I was looking for. But I literally remember I read the paragraph when I was like, ding, like, holy shit, that's what I'm supposed to be doing in my life. Like I knew. I was like, you can be a doctor and learn nutrition and herbs. All the stuff that I've just like, I've always been into like being healthy and like, I love nature. So I was like, oh my God. Like, I don't know. It was just like, bing. Super cool. I literally remember sitting at my desk and being like, this is my new life. And uh, yeah, so I started seeing an ND for myself just to like make sure it was legit and worked, you know, and um, all that. So then I had to like quit my job and to like URI for a year, did all my prereqs because I had zero science classes in undergrad and uh, had to do all that. And then I moved out to Portland for naturopathic medical school for four years, did the thing, and then did my residency down in Virginia, was down there for a few years, and now I'm back here. Oh my gosh. And that's my full circle. Are you so many questions about Portland? <laughs> oh like, my god, I can talk about Portland. I'm actually going back this summer. I'm oh like, yeah. my gosh, cool. Mm-hmm. I'm dying to go. And I, I have mm-hmm. friends there now, and I have a good reason to visit. But yeah, I'm it's dying a cool to town. Go. I'll what give you, you my miss? restaurants. Oh, okay. food. Perfect. Food. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Say, what do you miss? Well, the most? Be, Providence, I will say, actually, has a good food scene. I've been excited about yeah. that. But um, the food, number one. Well, my friends, number one. The food, number oh. two. But honestly, the Northwest, what I think about it is like the air feels fresh. Oh, that's wow. like the way I would describe it. Like there's just so much greenery yeah. and all that. And like the, ma- I was never, for yeah. example, I grew up in New England. I, well, you know, I'd go to the beach in the summer and stuff, yeah. right? Like I was never a hiker. I was like, what's up with hiking? Like, like you're no walking in the woods. Like, yeah. Why is that cool? You know? Yeah. And then you get out there though. That was the first like hiking I've done is like out in the gorge, which is like beautiful and amazing. Yeah. And like, I'll never be able to go on a hike anywhere else again now because I'm ruined. But <laughs> oh, I was like, oh, I get it. This is, yeah. yeah. Down in North Kingston. Wherever <laughs> yeah, it is, I mean. I mean, yeah. I'll do it, but yeah, uh, but I've kind of been yeah. spoiled. So, yeah, but yeah, sure. it's just like super, just, I don't know, clean and Portland as a city is yeah. very progressive and fun and cool. And I would live there if it wasn't so far, but, um, gotcha. yeah, it's, okay. it's lovely out there. I like the Northwest a lot. Cool. Yeah. Well, I hope you have a great time on your trip. Oh, thank you. And I hope I get out there soon. Yeah. And, do it. Uh, maybe we need to take a girl's trip girl's sometimes. Trip. Girl's trip to Portland. <laughs> um, I'm just trying to get any girl's trip out West, so. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I'm worried mm-hmm. we're gonna like somehow be like, oh, we should like just for price reasons, we should just like book a one way <laughs> ticket. And like, <laughs> well, like, I was gonna say, I feel like you guys are gonna go to Southern California based on. I know. I, I feel like I haven't gone to San Diego yet because I know I might not. She won't. Yeah, back. it's gonna be a fun. But I do mm-hmm. love LA. I spent 24 I hours yeah. in San Diego. Mm-hmm. I flew in. I like remember everything I packed in my bag because it was magical. Yeah. I went in for a business meeting in my past life. I flew in. This is like me when I had my long blonde hair. Oh, oh my God. God. I can't and picture that. I, had my I long, need to see a picture. I had my long blonde hair and I was in like my business power suit, which is, I can distinctly remember when Gal and I first started dating and he was like blown away by this power suit that I had. He was oh like, I've never been like so attracted to like not, God. it wasn't like a revealing suit. He's like, this dress is like badass. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Gal. Um, but <laughs> She's blown uh, up his spot right yeah. now. And yeah. I went to, from like my first like global, I was a global strategist. It was my first like global presentation Jesus. for a company. At like what, 24? I don't even know. Yeah. Probably 23. Yeah. Um, yeah. Genius. It was, it was, I excelled way too quickly. Get a girl, get um, it. And... <laughs> At the, actually not a challenge at all. I just like grew up. No, own that. We're okay with it. We're okay. Um, But I can remember after the meeting, because it was like, what, they're like two-hour meetings. Yeah. So I had the whole night left until we were flying. Oh, in San Diego. In San Diego. Yeah, 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 yeah. Until I was flying out. Um, I flew up. I think I flew out the next morning. I don't remember. It was like my birthday. I remember that. It was, I flew out on my birthday. But I have to fly cross country. So I had the afternoon in San Diego. And we go to this little dive like on the beach, um, still in my power suit. She's, she's already yeah. sold. The girls from Westerly Stone. Like, hey. Yeah, and I like look out to this insane beach, and there's like a bunch of people doing acro yoga. And what? It was the most interesting shift. I was like, of course they're doing acro yoga. Oh You're out there in your business suit. Yeah, and they're, they're doing You're acro like, okay, normal. This is normal. And it was like people kept on walking up as though it was like a planned thing, maybe, and then just started like climbing yeah. on each other. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh yeah, this um, again. Yeah. It was. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, person was, that can lift me up. Right. Do yeah. It. It was, so, I know how to do this. It was very magical. I want, I'm waiting I for like, you to say you went out there in that power suit and just crushed oh some acro yoga. Yeah. I was just like the creepy person watching all the time. Oh the my boy, yeah. god. Yeah, drinking. I was probably drinking margarita or something mm-hmm. um and then we went to this like lovely dinner in la jolla yeah yeah, yeah. um on this like cliffside restaurant and i was enchanted completely enchanted by the whole experience basically it was magical yeah. and your eyes are like oh. glittering right now mm-hmm. talking about it was it. a solo trip for 24 hours and i like i've thought about yeah. i came home being like that's where we're gonna yeah. go san diego you can't be unhappy there oh, like everyone's so hear. pretty yeah. and they're so happy and they're tan i mean i would but let's talk about how great rhode island is because yeah. we just were <laughs> here because I'm, I'm here now yeah, and just right. met you and ladies you came, back, you came back for a reason <laughs> i'm here i'm back why'd you come back uh, but to be closer to family yeah. and friends, yeah. That's kind of why I haven't actually moved to California. Yeah. I mean, the West Coast is lovely. Sure like, I totally get it. But there's something to be said for being, you know, driving distance from your family, right? Mm-hmm. You yeah. can't really beat that. Yeah. Least, I think. Yeah. No, across, yeah. Across country flight the cross-country like flight is a beast. big yeah. barrier. That was the thing. It was like, oh, even if expensive. it was just, yeah. yeah, to fly home 3,000 miles every time I wanted to see my family, I finally was just like, yeah. yeah, not super like eco-friendly. Every time, like jetting, a lot of radiation. Yeah, gallons um, of fuel into the yeah. ozone. <laughs> yeah. But it was, I mean, I'm super glad that I went and I'm grateful that I had that experience because now I know, because I think I would have always wondered, right? Like, sure. you know, I would have been yeah. like, 
And it was cool because it was a purpose. Like you went yeah. for school and to learn and yeah. Yeah. So now you're here back in profit. And now she's back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey. We're excited. That's <laughs> awesome. I think it's also a neat thing that you went back to school. So were you in your mid-20s at this point? Late 20s? Late 20s when I went back to when school. When you went back to school. Yeah. Because I, think I live back- young girls. Yes, you do. It's all that natural medicine. we take care of ourselves. It's a natural medicine. That's why I always, um, Mary Claire Dilks, who we've talked, we'll continue to talk about every episode even yeah. when she's not on it. Um, she has like the most youthful, she is the most, I, I think she has a secret elixir of youth that she like doesn't tell anyone about because she has the most insane skin. Is she like micro-needling her face all I don't, the time? I don't like, know. Maybe. Her, her skin is like the glowiest. I'm like, you should just, you should do, yeah, she also yeah. does the gua well, she sha. Does, oh, she yeah. does do the gua yeah. sha. She turned both go. of us on to the gua oh, sha. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> she, gua sha? I don't do myself, but I get okay. it done. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Yeah, I haven't done that on my face yet, though. Tools. Do you? Yeah. Do you have like the jade rollers? It's and a jade no. tool. Like you have to do with the scraper. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I've been thinking about for funsies getting a the roller. Yeah. It's only oh, fun if you record yourself. I doing had a roller. Oh. Otherwise, it's gotta be on the Instagram. Yeah. It didn't happen. I mean, come on. Yeah, gotta put it on the Instagram. Mm-hmm. I had a roller, and I used to keep it in the freezer mm. and roll my under eyes that when they were puffy. They used so nice, especially right now as I'm like sweating. No, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, great for sweaty days or hangovers, but um, or just in general. Just in general, but, yeah. Life. But then it broke, and oh, like I never just replaced really, it. Yeah. It's just one of those things. A super so. right, well, magic story. We know we yeah. can get each other for <laughs> right? gift day. Jade rollers, just that's jade rollers all around. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think I need to buy one that's like more. Uh, durable. Well, more durable, yeah. better made than like the sixteen dollar one I bought on yeah, Amazon. Probably, so. probably. Yeah. yeah. So I'm really proud of myself because I remembered how we got here. Oh, I was. You're good at yeah, the yeah, I'm, I'm like it reeling, reel it in. So I was saying, okay, you're in your late 20s now, going oh, back to a complete me. different, oh, yeah, yeah. complete different world <laughs> and a complete different location. And I feel like everyone who's listening to this is probably in this age group of like anywhere between 20 and 40. Mm-hmm. It is fucking hard to make friends when you're not in a like when you're yeah. not in a school environment yeah. where you're not in an environment where like all of a sudden you look next to you and like this person's also doing something different all of a sudden yeah. you know like I it, it's like when you start your first day of work post grad and you're the only new person there yeah. you're like oh so no one else is looking to make friends right now it's just me okay cool, cool. Yeah. see you um, lunch nope yeah right <laughs> you're like I'm gonna eat by myself every single day randomly people come up and ask you questions and you know they're just like prying and don't really care Mm -hmm. about you yeah so I think like that's a neat opportunity for you to move into a complete different space in the country and like have the buffer of being in school to be able to like meet people yeah Yeah. oh it was like the first day you had like a hundred new friends that without trying because yeah most people moved there for that like most there there was I don't know a handful of locals how many schools are there in the U.S. that that you can get a natural like doctor degree. Yeah. Uh, well, sadly, the only one on the East Coast, as far as we just heard, is closing their oh program gosh. at the University of Bridgeport. Yeah, so that's oh a gosh. super bummer. From Bridgeport, Connecticut. Connecticut? Yep. Oh UB. my gosh. Yeah, they okay. had an ND program, but I didn't know that was the only one yeah. in the Northeast. And the only on the East Coast. East period. Coast. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Yeah. There's some talks. I mean, hopefully there'll be a new one coming okay. at some point in your future, okay. but. Um, yeah, so there's a, a basically about six, but apparently that's in flux. But okay. yeah, there's Bastyr, okay. NCNM, SCNM, the okay. one in um, Illinois. And, oops, yes. I have a, I'm raising Please. my hand. I have a question. So <clears throat> since we're talking about schools and mm. those seem to be limited and also probably um, like, what's the word? 
Uh, I want to talk about legal stuff for a second because I know as a nurse practitioner, like they're in Rhode Island. I'm really lucky to practice in Rhode Island because it's a full practice scope. Yeah. So I can do everything as a nurse practitioner in Rhode Island that a primary care uh, conventional MD can do. Yeah. Just about. I actually can't prescribe marijuana, which is bullshit, but that'll change. <laughs> uh, that'll well, change. But I can prescribe opiates. So, so she's going like, to go back and get so her MD for the marijuana. Well, I'm, this is why I'm getting my doctorate, because I want to get involved in legislation that allows for a broader scope of healers in general, because it's an issue. So I want to talk about, like, so first of all, in other states, NPs have much smaller scopes of practice. Nurse even in yeah, yeah. And NPs, I, I don't know if that's getting mixed up with ND. It sounds yeah, very sorry, similar. So much. nurse practitioners in California, for instance, have to work under a doctor. Right. In Massachusetts, have to work under a doctor. Um, and there's stricter prescribing practices in certain states. But what are you, what do you, first of all, is it state by state for naturopathic doctors? And what states are more friendly and what states are kind of strict if you yeah if you know yeah it's hard to know all of 50 yeah I don't know all of them yeah. but um so I'd be so impressed it's if you like read, you know, rattle them off yeah. damn no yeah. um so I, I I should know this okay. I think there are oh my gosh I want to say about half the states I, I don't okay. know the exact number because it's, it's been changing but we'll it's say, probably we'll say approximately yeah. 25 states are licensed period so, so you have to have a license that means correct okay otherwise if it's unlicensed there's no nothing in the law that says one thing or the other like there's nothing that says what you can't do but there's nothing that says what you can do either so you're it's kind of like at your own risk but kind of all good i don't know right. but you certainly can't do anything that's uh monitored like prescribing or you can know, you order labs in no. unlicensed states no okay, you can't do anything yeah that's like regulated or whatever but right right um but for example like in virginia where i did my residency and was practicing for a few years yeah. you know it's not a in state um but for example like with labs like in that state in most states actually besides like Rhode Island and Connecticut yeah. you can order your own labs online <laughs> right. yourself yeah, right? right as a patient so you know there's workarounds and yes. whatever else but we couldn't do physical exam for example right like I couldn't oh, technically God. touch my patients there and whatever so okay. um so yeah it's tricky because when people ask what is an naturopathic doctor and what do you do and what are you like allowed to do right. it's very state by state okay. dependent and so depends a if it's licensed to begin with okay so the, 25 of the states you have you are licensed. You have to get a license, okay. right? And then, and so, you know, we have board exams and all of that, but then the licensing sure. is like a separate thing. So oh, you yeah. get your license, <laughs> you know. Separate payment, too. You know? Yeah, <laughs> good times. Um, so, yeah, so you get your license, and then the scope of practice, again, is different state okay. to state. So, like, uh, in certain states, so in Oregon, for example, where I was trained, I can practice full primary care, I have full prescribing rights. Awesome. Um, all that yeah. so you know it's a little bit more of like I would say an integrative model there as opposed yeah. to like a lot of it so a lot of NDs will do a little bit of both okay. um, you know there is the primary care shortage so that's useful right for me I prefer to practice strict naturopathic medicine anyway okay. so like I don't have prescribing rights here in Rhode Island but to me that doesn't bother me because that's not what I want to do anyways. Right. It would be nice because we are also trained in de-prescribing, which is something that Hallelujah. most physicians aren't. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's a huge benefit that we can offer society, right? Because so many people right. are on drugs that they want to get off you of. And talk about what that kind of looks like to de-prescribe Well, someone. it depends on the, yeah, it depends on the person, depends on the drug, yeah, all yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but like taking over basically. Yeah. And, and, slowly. and slowly weaning them or yeah. what, in what, you know, therapeutic supplements or things to use as you're doing that, that help that process and yada, yada 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 so totally. um that's a huge 
that's what like real benefits to be able to offer be. people, yeah. you know, but it's unfortunately we can't technically do that here in Rhode Island. Okay. So I'll basically will work with someone's prescribing physician, excuse oh, me, okay. prescribing physician and say like, you know, I'll give them a call and they'll, right. they'll go in and do that with them, but I'll let them know like what we're also doing on the other okay. side of things. They or probably whatever, appreciate, but. most of them probably appreciate you. Yeah. Well, cause them. you know, and the thing is like most primary care docs and stuff don't have the time to be, they're kind of, you put people on meds or whatever else, but then they don't really have a lot of time for the follow up or the coming up with a game plan to then get them back off. Right. right or whatever else. So yeah. to have a, you know, another uh, practitioner who's doing that on that team is yeah. useful um, or, you know, at least giving ideas or whatever. So yeah. So anyway, in Rhode Island, we can't okay. prescribe. Oh, wow. um, okay. We can do physical exam. We can do, we can order labs. So that's all good. We yes. cannot be primary care here, which is fine. It is what okay. it is. Um, insurance? What is it? Insurance we cannot take in Rhode Island yet. That's our next big. Okay, cool. You're working on Yeah, it. we're working on that. Rhode Island Association of Naturopathic Physicians, shout out. So okay, we're, cool. Um, the right. secretary. Um, nice. Yeah, that's what I mean. Small group. So, okay. um, but yeah, we're, that's our next big push is at some point to hopefully get insurance coverage so we have, you know, more people have access to our care yeah, and yeah. things. Um, it helps. Of course. So, yeah, what else uh, cool. in terms of scope? But yeah, other things like. Um, other, like I was saying before, maybe more invasive therapies are things like IV therapy or okay. mm-hmm. um, even doing deliveries or, you know, it, so it depends on, again, on the state that you're practicing and what you gotcha. may or may not be allowed to do. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. That so, was thorough. Yeah. Well, <laughs> my, my interest peaked when you were talking about deep prescribing because I know that's yeah. actually like a personal interest of you within your practice, specifically when it comes to hormonal birth control. Mm-hmm. Um, and Drop in hormonal birth control. Oh, snap. <laughs> and well... Bridget has a program that she's relaunching that's the balance after birth control, I which want I'm to learn more. Yeah. You know, um, without giving away, I guess, trade secrets with that program. <laughs> um, what, like, what does that look like when someone's yeah. deeper? Is that considered deep So not really, no. So with birth control, I would say this is just a piece of information for people to have. You don't need to wean off of it. You just stop taking it. Okay. Um, So that's not really something that you need to work with your doctor on anyway. That's just a personal choice. Someone can decide to get off of it. Like Like mid-pack? Yeah, whenever. I mean, I would typically say, you know, you might as well go through to the placebo pills and then start there and kind of, but it really doesn't matter um, because your cycle is not a real cycle at that point anyways. Um. What was I going to say? Uh, so there's a couple different scenarios, right? There's a couple different reasons to be on birth control. So a lot of, if you're on it for contraceptive, mm-hmm. contraception, um, you know, if you and you want to just stop taking it, cool. If you're on it, like most women actually now, the reason they're prescribed it is yeah. to manage or deal with some kind of underlying hormonal issue or like endometriosis or PCOS or heavy right. painful periods, whatever it is. Right. It's kind of the really the only tool available for most, you know, conventional gynecologists and stuff. So that's what people get put on. So in that case, yeah, yeah. It's it's not, that's another like shout out Peter, a little tip I'd like to give people is like, it's not fixing your issue. So if you're put on the birth control pill for a, period or hormone related problem it's just masking the issue it's not fixing it 10 so years that's later a, you come off it's still there hey <laughs> hey hey, hey. Yeah. yeah you come off and typically yeah you, you come off like yeah. whether for example say you got put on it when you were 20 for symptoms of PCOS well those underlying symptoms then are like 
you know, that slowly burning fire that whole time you're on it without being dealt with. You come off when you're 35, you want to have a kid, and all of a sudden, like, you're a hot mess, right? Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, the PCOS was never dealt with. It was just masked. So that's, like, a big passion point I have is is to get that point across that, like, it's not fixing anything. And this is not a judgment. Like I said, I was on it. Like, if you want to be on the pill, rock on. Like, be on it. You know, and I'm glad it's an option out there. But women should have informed consent. should understand what's going on and what's not going on. Totally. Totally. Like, the simple message that I feel like so few know is that the bleed that you're experiencing it's not a real period it's not a period can we stop calling it a period yeah and actually I've noticed in because my background is in conventional women's health and I saw a lot of here's a pill let's just play around with the dosage of these synthetic hormones until we basically stop your bleeding enough so that you think you don't still have a problem and if it if you still keep talking about it like well you're probably just crazy here's an antidepressant Mm -hmm. but Either way, um, I kind of lost my train of thought. But okay. you worked in conventional women's health. Um, we were talking, oh, yeah. Th- no one. They used to call it um, a, a period, and I've noticed that more providers in the area are referring to it as a breakthrough bleed, which I really? think is a really big that's step. Good. Wow, I hope it good. has to do with like more women in medicine in general, but also kind of learning a little bit about this stuff and yeah. realizing like. There, you're not fixing it. It's not tre- It's not treating the problem. Yeah, even. what's interesting, and you probably already know this, but mm-hmm. um, when the pill first came out back in the day, there yeah. was no placebo week. You were mm-hmm. just on active hormones the yeah. whole time, and the only reason they put that in was because women just felt more normal Healthier. or felt better about having yeah. a, a yeah. quote-unquote bleed. The male so, researchers were like, isn't oh, that well, interesting? Yeah. said that they missed bleeding, so right. we're just right. going <laughs> to take enough of the, or take the <clears throat> synthetic hormone away long enough so that, yeah... Wow. So yeah, what's there of your lining kind of just sheds a little and yeah. 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 So that's, yeah, I'm super, um, into hormone. A lot of what I work on is hormone balancing, women's cool. health related mm-hmm. stuff and yeah. post birth control support. Um, so yeah, in terms of like getting off the pill, you know, it's something you can just stop doing. Obviously if you have the implant or other things, there's, you know, you may need or an ID or something, you may need some support with removal and whatever else. But, um, there's support you can do, you know, the, the more, the healthier you can get your body before you come off, right? The better your transition's going to be. Yeah, cool. So that's certainly work you can be doing ahead of time. You don't necessarily need to stop before you go in to see your naturopathic doctor or whoever you want to work yeah. on this with. You can be on the pill. And I have patients who are still on the pill and stay on it because they want to be on it for contraceptive or, you know, yeah. whatever. So that's totally fine. Again, yeah. it's not a judgment thing. It's about being uh, informed. So... Um, you know, there's a lot you can do to, yeah, bolster your nutrient levels, you know, get, start working on inflammation, start working on your gut health, all these pieces mm-hmm. that are going to potentially flare up after you come off because they've been impacted by the pill. Yeah. Um, so you can definitely start doing that work before you come off. Yeah. Um, but also find us, you know, also you can start when you come off if that's. Yeah. Right. Well, it's, I think it's a general you. principle that is missed in our healthcare system because it's really focusing on disease management versus health. Yeah. oriented care is that the better state you get yourself in the more resilient you are for whatever 100%. changes you're going to put your body through and I work through this with fertility clients because a lot of the time there are people who are coming off of hormonal birth control um, and they've spent you know any upwards of 10 years on hormonal birth control and now are experiencing a period for the potentially yeah. first time in their adulthood um, and, or maybe they're not experiencing it yet. So mm-hmm. the the biggest thing I focus on is avoiding the emphasis on that period and more so focusing on 
like overall health and getting yourself to be super healthy and, and yeah. what that looks like for you. Um, because when your body feels the peace that comes with the homeostasis that comes with health, it allows those like systems to kick in again. Yeah. Um, you know, and maybe it's the wording that I use is different, but like my, my principle is, is it nourishing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like when it comes to the pill, is that what, you know, is, is that nourishing for your sex life? Is that nourishing for you as a person? And I'm not leading you to say no to that. I'm genuinely asking, like, is that nourishing for you? The answer is yes. I am so supportive for yeah. you. My flag only goes up for someone, for anything. If their answer is, like, I don't know or no, then I want to explore that. Because nourishment from, like, a mind-body-spirit perspective is, like, what feeds into that holistic health, that whole body healing. Yeah. Which then, like, allows us as women specifically, you know, to have our bodies in our systems function totally mm-hmm. I always wonder like if someone just improved other components of their health might they handle the effects of the pill better, better. like I think that would be microbiome right. depletion yeah. like the hormone imbalance I would say I typically find that in across the board like you handle medications better or need lower doses when right. you're doing all the other things right, right right so like again a good chunk of my patients are on medications that they've yeah. been they come to me already taking that maybe they need to stay on or whatever else and the nice thing is we can still work around that right there's yeah of course there's things you can take but I always check you know interactions or whatever else but like again it comes back to those lifestyle pieces right like if you're moving your body and managing your stress well and sleeping well Mm -hmm. and eating the right things and again nourishing yourself right you your body will tolerate medications better your liver detox systems will work better right right? so you know the more you can take care of all those surrounding pieces the better you can tolerate your medications and maybe you need a lower dose right and all those things so i was just having this conversation with someone the other day who's you know she's been on heavy duty uh, medications for ra for a long time you know methotrexate and whatnot and so Rheumatoid arthritis. And, you know, it's an autoimmune disease for folks who don't know. Um, and so she's on, she's been on heavy duty drugs for a while, but, in, but they're working for her. Right. And I was like, yeah. well, if something's working for really you, it, you know, yeah, it doesn't necessarily mean like, I, you know, I wouldn't necessarily recommend you come off if it's working for you, but if we can do all these other pieces around that to help you be able to stay on something that's working for you. Right. Yeah. Cause a lot of times eventually those drugs stop working and they need to go to something totally. heavier or yep. more higher dose or whatever else, yeah. you know, there's, a, there's just so much you can do working around that too. Right. Um, so I don't think it's an all or nothing conversation. Yeah. I think yeah, I like, that. like you were saying, like, you it's know, what's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what's nourishing you and, and what's supporting your system and you know work with where you're at right like yeah. if you're someone who needs to be on medications you don't need to beat yourself up about that and feel bad about it like yeah. people come in to see me and they're always worried I'm gonna like bash you know yeah. medication yeah. or conventional medicine I'm like look I'm just here to help you and it's just not a judgment zone and we will work with whatever's working with you for you mm-hmm. right so and I don't hate conventional medicine I think it ha- definitely has its place I know a lot of great providers in that space you know, yeah. sphere, um, people who are doing great work and it, it helps a lot of people. Um, but there's also a lot of people that it's not working for. And those are the people who find me. Right. <laughs> uh, and so it's all good. You know, there's, there's plenty of people out there who need our help. And so yeah. I think just meeting someone where they're at and, and working in that, working around that is where it's at. Yeah. I just said a lot of ads. That's good. I love it. <laughs> um, a, a big part of, I think people's, um, hesitancy on asking like the big questions and really just being inquisitive in general with their healthcare providers is 
uh, an inability to see the human in the provider. And I know you and I had talked about that and how it's it's tough to, as the provider, to show up and be an authority figure in the healthcare space, but also be human and relatable. Mm-hmm. So in an effort to, <laughs> to bring that out, outside of being an ND, who is Bridget Casey? Oh, yeah, hey, I was hey. dying to ask you about CrossFit. Stop <laughs> it. Take it away. <laughs> yeah, love the old CrossFit. Yes. Um, yeah, you know, it's funny. We were talking about that a little bit yesterday, how like <clears throat> I feel like the patients I really connect with the most with are the people I'm the most real with. But it's yeah. definitely been that battle, of, like certainly like especially a little earlier on in my career, which has not been super long at this point. But, you know, I was trying to be super buttoned up and like the doctor, doctor, <laughs> right? And like I don't wear a white coat or anything, but like, you know, that kind of vibe. And then I just realized, you know what? Like the people who really like get excited when they walk back through my door are the people that I like laugh a little bit with, and yeah. I'm just like myself mm-hmm. with. And they're like, "Oh, she's a normal person," yeah. <laughs> you know. So, and it's not about me, but I just, you know, I want the experience for my patients to be enjoyable, and a lot mm-hmm. of that is just connecting on a human level too, you yeah, know. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I what's who am I? Oh God. Um, <laughs> well, I do, you know, I do actually really identify strongly with being a naturopathic physician because it just fits so many things that I'm passionate about so like healthy living is like just a big part of my life so I love that I love being active being outside like you know I love the CrossFit I love yoga has been part of my life for a long time and I'm I'm super super into that um obviously love the beach I'm a Rhode Islander I you know I don't know I'm just a normal lady I love my friends my fam love some good food I mean we're all special you know um my little sign right there that says don't forget you're amazing and you can't read the amazing right now but that was for the patients um even though it's facing me I'm realizing now um it's behind some special it's behind some herbs obviously um yeah I don't know how do you describe yourself that's a tough question I think it's and it's ever evolving too right like I'm not the same person I was a year ago or even 10 years ago I mean I've changed yeah (laughs) you know the past five minutes you know different personalities yeah Yeah. I mean I think about it's funny like you asked me about my journey and like thinking about who I was my early 20s I mean for sure there's a lot of core things that are still the same and have all the same friends and stuff but my interests and I think who I am at my core has like grown a lot Mm -hmm. I think growth has been like a big theme in my life over the past five to ten years and I just see that continuing and I think I'm also becoming more and more comfortable with um humility and understanding that I don't know it all and I never will which is a you know a tough concept when you're a healer or a doctor and people are coming to you expecting you to have the answers um and of course all I want to do is help people and I do feel privileged that I get to do that a lot um I can't help everyone though right and like accepting that and accepting that I don't have all the answers and I'm always learning always learning um is is huge you know what I mean and yeah. but that also makes me that's I am a huge nerd which is not an adjective <laughs> I've used yet so um big nerd I love to learn which yeah. is a good profession yeah. for me right so yeah. you'll never the human body is just I mean the most complicated yeah. machine out there so it's yeah. uh yeah it's an awesome field to be in if you're interested in that because you can just All always be learning microcosms oh within the macrocosm so much yeah. i can yeah. yeah well yeah you're in your cosms the yeah. cosms well, i guess it's like you could go so you can go so tiny and deep yeah minutia or like big picture, big picture yeah. or like spirituality what is yes. the, yeah it's, it's yeah I love that Aww. i love a self-proclaimed nerd <laughs> really just own it right like come yeah. on who was i kidding trying to be cool yeah. get out of here <laughs> So I feel like 
in an interest of time, yeah. my questions I went through. You did great. Thank you. Keeping us on track. We tried to follow I know. It's like usually a kind As of I a, try le- to a leash thing. I'm trying to pulling, derail us. Yeah. yeah. Pulling <laughs> Phoebe back. Come back here, Phoebe. <laughs> um, so in closing, the question that, you know, it's, it's going to be kind of big. So I take a second and I'm think nervous. about it. Okay. When you think about yeah. medicine in 10 years. Mm how you're involved in it and outside of you. Like what is, what is what you're hoping for specifically in the women's health space as a woman? I think knowledge and like I was saying before, um, you know, informed consent, but you know, I was talking specifically about the birth control pill, but one thing that I love seeing now is how much is out there via social media mm-hmm. and other platforms, right? Like 10 years ago, for example, when I was, coming off the pill and dealing with all that stuff none of this information was out there at least not as far as I actually I honestly don't even remember really like googling stuff back then yeah. was, I'm yeah. sure google was around but like you know right. of course it was but you know we didn't really have smartphones necessarily mm-hmm. and um and now it's instinct. like you can just boom pop yeah. on Instagram or pop online and, and find and connect with people who have this inspiring informative empowering information Mm -hmm. and so in 10 years like I see that trend happening and I love like I love when my patients come in and they already know some stuff and they're gonna ask me like you know I mean we're not and I'm happy to start again wherever but like if they come in already having done a little bit of research about x y and z I'm like awesome let's start there like ask me your questions and I see that happening across the board in conventional medicine too like people are challenging their providers more now and I think that's a good thing, right? Because we talk like you know your body better than anyone else. You are your own best doctor. So go into your providers and they're working for you. You know what I mean? So and if it's not working, find someone who is working for you and working with you. Um, And I think that's more the direction things are going. Like people are starting to realize like it's not, you know, a dictated thing. Like because your insurance company, you know, told you this PCB, you can find another PCP. You know what I mean? Or whoever, (laughs) right? Like, um, so I think that's what I would say. I see it being a more like uh, user empowered, patient empowered system. Amazing. And I'm psyched for that. Yeah, we are here for that oh too. God, like mic drop. Right Boom. there it is. Yeah. I'm out. Yeah. Knowledge is power. Yeah. Boom. So <laughs> title of the episode. <laughs> Dr. Bridget Casey. There it is. Yeah. I was thinking of the natural woman, but I mean, oh, yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not opposed to that either. Subtitle. Subtitle. Yeah. The natural. Okay. Um, but. To find you, you're located on the east side oh, yeah, of Providence. Yeah. Yep. And uh, so my website is what is my website? rinaturalmedicine.com. Okay. Uh, my Instagram is ri underscore natural medicine, I think. Okay. Um, yes. <laughs> what else? So that's yeah, that's my clinic. Um, the whole balanced after birth control control thing is in the works, so that should be coming back out. Stay but it's yeah. here. Keep yeah. Balanced after birth control.com, whatever. Um, don't look now because website's a hot mess and being fixed, <laughs> but. Um. Yeah, that's All right. how you find. I me. will put those in the the podcast notes, so if people want to find yeah Dr. Bridget, you can find her um, through the notes. Yeah. Um. But thank you so much. Yeah. Oh, my the pleasure. Time. We could talk um, forever. I know. I'm, like... I'm cutting us off because I feel oh. like we need to. But um, <laughs> we will definitely have you know more conversations, and yeah. we appreciate you so much being part of the providence tribe oh so happy to be here thanks for having me it was fun yay